Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I have the wrong number. You always have the wrong number. And as a punishment, I'm making you stay on for the next two to three hours and recording this entire wrong call. Fun fact. Yes. This is the first time that I have called you intentionally out of the last two times I've called you. <laughs> uh, luckily, like, I didn't even get the call. I just woke up the next morning. That's good. To see that you had called. And I, I just was like, like, I saw the time code on it and I was like, something's weird. <laughs> I was like, something's, something's up. I th- like a few. Things, I could have been getting mugged in Queens. Yeah, a few things went through my mind. I was like, either he's just gotten mugged, <laughs> or, the, or something horrible has happened with. Like you were like, iTunes is broken. Like just, just like <laughs> not even like our all of our episodes are gone. SoundCloud's just decimated. SoundCloud went bankrupt. Anything like that? It'd be weird. That I still had my phone if I was mugged. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe they tried to... Maybe they were fucking around with it and happened to call me. I don't know. Listen, I don't know, man. Yeah. Or... Melinda says hi. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Tell her I say hello. You know what's weird is butt dial did not even cross my... Of all the <laughs> things that went through my head of what it could have been, it was... I think that, Honestly, I it was either something went horribly wrong with the podcast mm-hmm. or... You were drunk. Yeah, that's that was, what I was going to say. That's, that's those the most were my likely. Two, those were my two <laughs> options in my head. I was like, he's either drunk or someone something's gone wrong with the podcast, or he's gotten so drunk he caused something to go horrible with the podcast. Well, it's funny, too, because I was riding my bike home from rehearsal, and my I was listening to music on my headphones, my Bluetooth headphones, and the music just stopped. And I was like, that's strange. And I hit play, and then I heard a boop-boop. And then the music started playing. And I was like, that's usually the sound it makes when I hang up a phone call. So I don't know. I I must have hit a series of buttons that called the, I don't know, called someone, called you. Interesting. 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 It's not that interesting. It's not. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you know right now. I thought you were going to say I'm going to let you go. I'm going to, I got to let you go. I got to. We were making some cutbacks. <laughs> Times are tough all over the podcast world, and I gotta let you go. Sorry. That's fine. This is uh this is the hardest part of my job. No, I'm gonna let you know up front, I am way too tired and too drunk or not drunk enough to do this right now. Alright? Okay. I can feel it by the last couple of minutes. I may have a a meltdown. This may happen. Staple of the episode. I've got good news for you. Both of those are when you do your best work. It really is. It's a sad, I'm a sad, tortured soul this way. That <laughs> my best work, I have to throw myself into some sort of nervous fucking goddamn breakdown every <laughs> fucking goddamn time to do it. Ugh. You actually didn't have one last time. It was, very, it was nice. I know. It was quaint. It was, it was a quaint episode. That was our... <laughs> It was our free comic book day version of a media lunch break episode. It was like not offensive, gives you just a little taste, clean version yeah. of what we're what's usually in store before I take this thing off the rails. Oh, I have a surprise for you as well. The last episode, I get so sick of cutting out you saying um every single time that the last episode I had a little gift for anyone really. Anyone who goes over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the media lunch break. <laughs> I know what this is going to be already going. (laughs) And you should go and listen to it. 
I have made a supercut of every time you have said the word um in our last episode. Yeah? And uh, yeah, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's a way for me to passive-aggressively get back at you. That's fine. You know what? That is 100% okay. <laughs> you do that. And if someone is crazy enough to donate money to listen to me say the word um for... How long is how long's the supercut? I'm curious. A minute and a half. That's not bad. I I could do worse. Let's be honest. Let's all be honest with ourselves. Yeah. I could do much, much worse. You also should go over there because there's another gift as well for people who are not patrons or who are patrons, whichever. Hi, Julie. And that is... Um, Hi, Julie. <laughs> there's like a like a 10 second video or video, 10 second audio clip that I put up where you are in the middle of a sentence. You take a pause and I swear to you, I can hear something or someone in the background go, what? And it's not you. And I don't think it's Sarah. (laughs) I'm trying to think what it could be. It's a ghost. It could be that. Your place is haunted. Yes, my place is haunted. And even the spirits here. It could also be Emerson's first words. I don't know. Is he talking at how much time has gone by? Um, It's, I forget. He's, I forget how old he is. He's like... Is he speaking? No. Well, not in Does any... Does he have a license? Not... Uh, What's yes. his favorite cocktail? By the way, that... Uh, please put that in a supercut. Just that nice, long, elongated... Uh, <laughs> that one. In fact, could you loop it? And then I want you to auto-tune it and just make it into some... See, I was going to say, I'm just going to loop it and put an, a sweet electronic drum beat underneath it. Yeah, could you do that? That's going to be the next Patreon episode. That's what I want. Just <laughs> loop. Yeah, in fact, future Andrew, put that in right here. I wonder if I did Could it. you really do it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, Future Andrew is a crafty son of a bitch. You never know what he's going to do. <laughs> Um, damn it! <laughs> oh, fuck you now. The whole episode. I, I'm not going to be able to do this now. Because all I'm going to think is this. Yeah. Now I'm just going to pause. When I, <laughs> I instead of saying us, now I'm going to just try and pause. So now you're going to have to cut out a lot of pauses. So I hope you do a minute and a half of dead air for the next <laughs> Patreon episode. How about that? How about you do that? Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe you won't. Wait. Fuck me. <laughs> I think that was the start. I think it was supposed to start the episode there. Yeah, it did. I think that and that felt like that was going to be the start. All right, here we go. Are you going to cut all this out and just start the episode? No. Oh, you son of a bitch. Now I got to wait for the cycle to come around. <laughs> I got to wait for it to come. You know how this goes. If I miss it once, I got to wait for it to come around. All right. I can't just, I can't. We've done this before. Yeah. We've done this dance too many times. Yeah. I need water. I'm going to walk away from the mic, but I'm holding my phone to my ear. So it's going to sound like I don't go anywhere. Okay. But for the listener, I'm walking away. I'm still on the microphone, though. The mic is still... I'm still recording. You can still hear me in the distance, but I, I need water right now or else I'm going to fucking die. This whole episode. Still recording. Still going. You can hear it in the distance. Yeah. Hold on. I'm coming. I'm, I'm... I can hear you pouring the water. Yeah. So that's how you know this isn't a bit. It's all good. This is good. This is good podcasting. This is quality podcasting here. This is quality podcasting. This is how you know it's real. 
Okay? This is how you know it's real. Yeah. Hold on, ready? Uh Uh-huh. That's how you know it's real, bitches. Everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of... Damn it. (laughs) Ah, yeah, everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and do this intro two to three times. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Chris Trebel, alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I'm having the weirdest deja vu right now. Yeah, well, I haven't... I don't think I've done the false start intro in quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little while. Yeah, it has. Is that what's causing the deja vu? Yes. Or are you just high? Yes. Uh, Excellent. Wonderful. (laughs) We tweeted a while back. I had put that it had been 30 hours since I'd eaten anything, and I'm starting to hallucinate. Is this good? And I put a poll, and the two choices were Montana or the Green Book. Which one won? I think they tied. Nice. But my favorite was someone who did not vote in the poll commented, what? So there was one person, only one person who was actually, uh, damn it, who was actually concerned for your well-being. Yes. Yeah, that's, he's, or she is well, the actually, only one. I was under the impression that they were just confused. That's... Yeah, that could be too. But let's be honest, that's confusion, just genuine confusion is probably the closest that entire crowd got to actual concern. Because anyone who voted was like, fuck it, let's ride this out. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, exactly. You know, rooting for your downfall for their own entertainment. Which is what a podcast is. That's true. Chris, we need to have a serious talk right now. Oh my gosh. Are we going to talk about these changes that I've been going through? Because... I have hair everywhere, and I don't know what to do about it. Oh, this is a different change you're going through. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Just after listening to you for the past five or six minutes, I've come to a conclusion. Yeah? You get your podcast powers from your ums. Right? Thank you. So I can just um away and you'll just cut them out with all I the... need you to bring them back. No problem. Do you want me to... I'll, I, you know what? Just remind me at the end of the episode, I'll re- record a couple extras and you can put them in in the beginning. That's perfect. You just sprinkle them in there. If you could go ahead and just go back to running on autopilot, that would be swell. That would be just stellar. <laughs> be fantastic. Um, all right. So it's been a little It's been a little while since we've done this, you intrepid world traveler. You've been going all over the place, all over oh, the yeah, globe. Oh, yeah, that's true. I have. You were in... Uh, you were in uh, Seattle. Was that right? Am yeah. I right? Seattle, right? Yes, that's correct. I went to uh, Emerald City Comic Con with Melinda. Yes. How was that? It was great. Yeah? Yeah. It was uh, a lot smaller, very packed. Everyone in Seattle is both nicer and meaner than New York. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how else to describe it. There's a lot more passive aggression, but people are also nice. far more willing to just start talking to you. Sure. Which... Uh, is <laughs> for someone from new york is very off-putting yes it is uh but like f- we were told about people being more passive aggressive in seattle someone i can't remember who i was talking to but someone even while i was telling the story was like oh yeah that's called the seattle cold or the seattle chill or something and i was like what and they were like yeah yeah that's uh it's a thing in seattle that like people are just very cold and passive aggressive and i had never heard of that 
But I went to, Melinda and I went to like a coffee shop and she got an iced tea and they didn't put a lid on, on her cup. And she was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even realize. And I was like, oh, I'll just go up and, and get you one. I looked around for a second. I couldn't find where they were. So I went to the counter and I said, hey, sorry, uh, where do you guys keep the lids for the cups? And she said, what cups? And I said, oh, just, um, you know, the, the tea my girlfriend got, whatever she got. I'm not sure, but she just, you know, we didn't get a lid and I, I just need one. And she said, oh, are there none left? And I said, oh, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know where they are. And she was like, let me check. And she walked out from behind the counter, went over to the, where the lids are and went, no, it looks like there's plenty here. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know where they were. And she was like, okay, you know, let me know if you need help finding them again <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is intense. That is intense. But we also had, we were walking around Artist Alley at, uh, Emerald City Comic Con, and I saw a guy with a sign on his table that said, "Does anyone have unknown?" and put like a bunch of letters, and then underneath it, it said, "I have P A X." And what that was, and I did not need any help deciphering this. That was a request for Pokemon Go Pokemon, and I took one look at it, and I was like, "I do have some of those." Some of those random letters. I do, and I looked to just to the right of the sign and there was a guy doing the like evil villain finger touching thing <laughs> looking at me because <laughs> he saw me thinking about it and he was like yes yes i was like oh this is for you i guess that's amazing and like in my mind when you describe that i just think that if i were to listen to the whole conversation between the two of you it just sounds like the two of you would just break in, out into speaking in like binary code like, you're just like, do you have QRQXZW? Yes. And I have a TAX39000. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with you? Well, yeah, because he was like, which ones do you have? And I was like, oh, well, I went to NY Comic Con, so I have NYCOM and I. I don't know what is wrong with you people. It's just... You people. It's like a... It's a fucking cult already. Jealous? It's just sad to watch all of you just addicted to this thing, like a bunch of crackheads just sharing the digital version of a needle, just chasing that dragon. This got really, this was supposed to be funnier than I thought it was if I added it, just got really dark. By the way, Dragon Needle, the newest Pokemon in Gen 5. Yay! <laughs> Yay! I love it. That's amazing. You pulled it out. Wait, you pulled it. Uh, no, I'm going to stick with it. You pulled it out. Yeah, just leave it. Yeah, no. Just, just leave, it. leave it. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Happy happy birthday. I mean, I wish you a happy birthday before, but on the air. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. It was very sweet. I'm, I'm very happy you were able to make it out. And if any of our fans have not wished him a happy birthday yet, then you're all a bunch of fucking lazy assholes. Yeah, because by the time I finish editing this, it's going to be like three months from now. <laughs> yeah, but do it anyway. I just want you... You know what? That'll be fun. If you're hearing this, whenever this episode comes out... um. Um, and you haven't, even if you have, immediately go right now, go on to Twitter, go on to Facebook, and wish Andrew Dunn a happy birthday. And it would just be funny to me to <laughs> flood his inboxes with happy birthday messages like three months after his birthday. Just do it right now. Wish him a happy birthday. All right. If you're listening to the podcast, stop whatever you're doing right now and get on your phone and wish him a happy birthday. 
even if you're driving a car, don't take the time to pull over to the side of the road. There's no time. This is very urgent. Just do it now. All right. And then I want you to do it in the middle of the day, like around like lunchtime. And then I want you to do it before you go to bed. So three messages to Andrew Dunn in Twitter and or Facebook or both. In fact, do it one to each three times. All right. Go right. Do it right now. Stop what you're doing right now. Everybody go wish Andrew Dunn a happy birthday. I don't care. It's not his birthday. I just want to flood his inbox full of shit. All right. Let's do this. Let's start a movement. I think I'm going to start doing this more often on the podcast is, is getting people to flood your inbox full of crap. Great. Just requesting people wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, I think it is. I'm pretty sure I'm still on this. Yeah, do that. All right. So back 25 minutes ago when we were going to start this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, you mean this this show that we talk about entertainment, comic geek and movie news? Yes, let's do that. <laughs> we have a lot of news to catch up on. So I've got stuff from all around. There's no way I'm going to get to all this this crap. I'll try. Crap. And- how dare you? Listen, you haven't heard some of these stories yet. Boom, got them. Wrap it up. All right, so I've got pretty much a little bit of everything. I We can cast a wide net on this, but I guess we'll just start with like the two big ones. Do you want to go with DC or do you want to go with Marvel? Marvel. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you start with because it's all owned by Disney. <laughs> so it's official. Not too long ago. I would say probably by now, maybe a week ago. Late. Late in the dead of evening. If you listened very carefully, you could hear this in the darkness. I own everything now, haha. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, the sound of Disney officially buying Fox and all of its properties. The deal has officially gone through and it's done and over with. Disney now owns 20th Century Fox and they've begun everything as far as folding everything into the Disney empire. I mean, this is something we've known is going to happen. So, uh, you know, the only news part is that it actually is finally over with. People are just kind of speculating on what's going to happen after this. I mean, we've been doing that already as far as franchises and things like that. But I think now that it's real, the speculation really begins with what is going to happen with all the stuff from Fox. They've already said 20th Century Fox is going to survive. So you'll still see that logo on things. Which I think means, and this is just coming off the dome right now, actually, this could mean that all that stuff we've been saying about, you know, X-Men and Fantastic Four and Deadpool and stuff being folded into the MCU may not actually happen. They might just keep it separate for a little while and just try and put that Disney magic on it, but keep the 20th Century Fox logo attached to it. Well, it's funny too, the story you're talking about, because the New Mutants is like super in limbo right now. It's super in limbo. That's the thing is it's completely made. It's done. Yeah. They just have to decide if it's worth marketing. Right. They, I mean, they came out with a trailer for it and then this Disney Fox thing happened and then they shelved it. So the real question is, is it going to be theatrically released? Is it going to be put on Disney Plus? Which I don't think it can be. I think it's too R-rated. I don't know if it's even R-rated, but I think it's too highly rated to put on Disney Plus and their content. So is it going to go onto Netflix? Is it going to go onto Hulu? Stuff like that. My actual thing is people have been talking about how Disney now owns, I think it's a majority share of Hulu, essentially. Oh. Because they have 20th Century Foxes and their share as well. And then they have Disney Plus coming out. And what the plan right now is I think that Disney Plus is supposed to be, you know, the Disney movies. I think they are going to put the Marvel stuff on there and probably Star Wars 
and all of their big, you know, Lucasfilm, Marvel, and, and Disney animated, things like that, are going to go on Disney+. Plus. Everything else that is R-rated, anything from Dimension Films, anything from Deadpool, things like that, are going to go, Twenty a lot of the 20th Century Fox stuff is going to go on to Hulu. Some people have disagreed with me on this, but my thing is, I think they're going to leave Hulu. It doesn't make sense to me for them to stay in Hulu. I think after a while, they're going to see the success of Disney Plus, and they're going to go, if we fold everything into one giant streaming service, for instance, every time you go on Netflix, you can log in or you can log into a kid's version, right? I think Disney Plus is eventually going to become the same thing. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I don't think that's going to happen. I I think they're going to be very disappointed in uh, how many subscribers they get. For Disney Plus? Yeah. Uh, As of now, there is nothing on Disney Plus that they've announced that I give a shit about. There have been rumors of the, like, a Matt Fraction Hawkeye style run, and I'll get one month subscription to that, watch it, and be like, that was cool, and then never watch it again. Right. But that's another reason I think they would pull out of Hulu and then fold everything that they own into one of into a streaming service. Nah, man. Because I I have Hulu, so I'll watch that. Right. But like, I'm not gonna watch. Like, the great thing about Netflix and Hulu is that it has a lot of Disney stuff and other things. I'm not gonna pay a monthly fee just to watch one company's movies. Right. But what I'm saying is they would pull everything off of Hulu and Netflix. They would take their ball and go home. And the majority of things that they own. Yeah. But again, just because. They're taking their stuff. They're only one company leaving Hulu and Netflix. Hulu and Netflix will still have a ton of new stuff. True. But they own a massive amount of... I think people don't even realize the amount of things that they own. That if they were to pull it, the kind of vacuum that could that could cause on other streaming services. Nah, I mean, look, when was the last time you bought a Marvel movie? Um... Like a physical copy or like, like just bought it as opposed to watching it on a streaming service? Yeah. Uh, or, or just purchased, not rented, not like rented a digital copy, but like purchased. Oh, I bought uh, Into the Spider-Verse and Homecoming like a week or two ago. But Into the Spider-Verse isn't Marvel. It's not Disney. Is a Sony is, oh no, that isn't Disney yeah. at all, is it? That's Sony. just Sony. But I did buy Homecoming into the, uh, I Spider-Man. And even that is only 50-50. Right. You know? Right. It's, it's, it's mostly Sony. So, yeah, I, I have no need. I can't remember the last time I watched a Marvel movie on Netflix or Hulu. Like, I, I see them in theaters. Right. Like, I rewatched Infinity War, I think, because we wanted to talk about it at some point or something like that. But right. other than that, I, yeah, I don't, I don't. Do you not revisit the Marvel movies at all? I mean, sometimes. But if it's, if it's. Like, I bought Civil War because I loved it so much. Right. So I have that one, but I just don't... Most of the Marvel movies are not... Like, I love to watch three in the movie theater. Like, one one movie three times in the movie theaters. That's, like, one of my favorite things to do if it's really good. Right. But I don't... I, I just don't see... I get where you're coming from, but, like... People aren't paying money specifically for Disney stuff. Not as much as they are for streaming services with multiple companies on them. And even Star Wars. Like, I haven't bought The Last Jedi. I don't think I even bought The Force Awakens. I don't think I've seen either of them outside of the movie theaters. And what else? Fox now? Like, I guess. I, You know. Right. Right. But I'll still see them in theaters. Like, the only way that I would get Disney is if they start putting the same budget into all of those movies and not releasing them in theaters. I see what you're saying. If they kind of pull what Netflix does. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. 
See, that I don't see them doing ever. There's way too much money in cinema. I mean, for them, they uh, there is. I mean, they own like every time they put out something, it's an event. Yeah. Whether it's a Star Wars movie. I mean, whether you like Last Jedi or not, that movie was an event. When it came out, that's an event. Yeah. There was a big deal about it. Even Solo, which was, you know, not great and didn't do well. But leading up to it, everyone knew it was coming. It was prevalent. It was in the zeitgeist. I still haven't seen Solo. And uh, in all honesty, if I can't see Star Wars and Marvel movies on the big screen, I like to think that I would continue to watch them. But like, for me, that's one of the main things. Like, do you remember when we saw Civil War and IMAX together? Yeah, you did that thing with the popcorn bag and where you, you put it over the, your... Yes, I remember. Because <laughs> that to me was like such an experience watching... Oh, well, I'll tell you what, it really was. <laughs> watching the airport scene on like a 100 foot tall screen. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. No, that's fair. Point. Not just because of the popcorn thing. Well, I mean, I'm glad it was special for you, too. All right, what do you got? Let's move on from this. I didn't even mean to talk this long about it. Jesus, we are just rambling today. <laughs> no. This is All right. a weird episode. Here we go. Haven't cried enough today? Have some Avengers Endgame posters. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, let's talk about this. So we got some, uh, we got 29 character posters that have been released. 16 in color, 13 in black and white, and they tastelessly remind us of the brevity of life. I know. And confirmed a death that we did not know was true yet. I mean, we kinda did. We kinda did, but no, but we didn't know for sure. Because they show her in the thing. I mean, they also show Scott Lang, but like, they showed her on the screen. You're talking about Shuri, right? Yeah, we're talking about Shuri. But they- we didn't know- wait, they also show- I mean, they show Scott lying on the screen- on the screen in the- um, in the trailer, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't see her actually, like, that's the official sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We- we didn't see her Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I know a lot of people are pissed about that. I mean, you're right. I- I honestly, like, I went through it- as soon as I clicked on this thing, I was looking through all the all the posters. I was like, they're going to reveal somebody that we didn't know was dead. And I got through all of them and I was like, oh, they didn't. Look at that. Everybody that was dead that I knew was dead. And I clicked off and I saw an article going, oh, they revealed Shuri was dead. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. They did do that. I just assumed. To be fair, they did reveal people, I think, that we didn't know were alive. Who? There's at least one. And maybe Pepper, actually. Like, did we know Pepper Potts was alive? Uh, no, we didn't. And, um, uh, Valkyrie is one of them as well. And we didn't know about her. Oh, is she? Yep. And Wong. Yes. Wong and Pepper Potts, we definitely didn't know if they were alive or not. Valkyrie, we didn't know where she was. Right. Well, that's what I mean. We didn't even know if she was alive before Infinity War. <laughs> right. So now we know she is. Yeah. So she must have escaped when Thanos... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. This may be the, her confirmation that she's in the movie. I mean, Tessa Thompson dropped it, I think, by accident at one point, because she was talking about... She's on the poster. But that's what I'm saying. The poster is the first confirmation we've got that she's actually in the no, movie. No, 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 no. She's she's on, like, a movie poster. Is she? Yeah, with, like, a ton... With all with the whole cast. Oh, right. I mean, that's recently. She did drop before that. She said something about like oh okay finally wrapped my next marvel movie or whatever like while they were filming it well she had been talking about movies that she had upcoming and she's like i got one in april and one in june and they were like well men in black's june 
and April is when Infinity War is coming out. Unless you got something other than... Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, the biggest movie in the face of the planet <laughs> coming out. Here's the problem I have with these posters. They're not 50-50. There's 16 people alive and 13 people dead. It's, is it just throwing your obsessive-compulsive side off? You're like, you just want this evened up? Yeah, it's supposed to be half the universe. <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. Oh, you know what? Actually, hold on. Are we going to... You can cut this part out. Are we do? Do we have to record a Patreon episode? Yes. Okay. For the Patreon episode, unless you have another idea, I have a weird theory about what's going to happen in Endgame based on the trailer for Far From Home. Oh, all right. I'm not cutting this out. If you're listening to this, go to Patreon right now. It'll be up there, but you got to pay us for it, motherfuckers. Also, I love you all. Okay. Yeah. I've been thinking about it and I've been because I have to watch the trailer for for work. We have to show the trailer Oh right. on the super tour that I do. And so I watch it like one to two times a week. And every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, maybe. And I came up with this theory. Is it that Mysterio puts a fishbowl on his head? Yes. Okay. Is that too far out there? No, I think that's great. Okay, cool. Excellent. Excellent. Well, sorry. Was there anything else? We need to discuss with... Yeah, I did want to bring up one more thing about it. Oh, um, there's... Jesus Christ. No, sorry. <laughs> there's this uh, this artist who goes by the, the handle Boss Logic, mm-hmm. and he always releases these great posters. I think we, we shared one a while back of um, the Infinity War poster, but they're all Clint. They're all Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that yes, one. Yes, yeah. So he released a bunch of extra ones for this, for this set of posters. Like he has one that's Deadpool that says Avenge the Fallen. Uh, and he has one that's Goose from Captain Marvel <laughs> that says Avenge the Fallen. That's amazing. And uh, he, he made a cool one of Thanos that says All Shall Fall, which is pretty neat. Ooh. Yeah. Some of these fan posters that they need to, studios need to just start paying money for and then just making them the posters. To be fair, though. The Thanos one, not canonically correct, because half shall fall. Jeez, you and this half thing, you're really fucking stuck on this. (laughs) Good lord. Good lord. Stranger Things, season three, trailer. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Looks exciting. Yeah, I'm super stoked about this, actually. Do you want this to be the final season? No. Okay, excellent. I'm good with this, too. Yeah, I don't want this to be the final season. I want to watch the third season while I'm holding fireworks in my hand while they go off. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but you do that kind of often, don't you? Yeah, that's a Thursday. Yeah. This trailer looks good. I'm always amazed at how this doesn't... A show about kids doesn't ever feel like this is going to go off some sort of weird deep end or anything. Just that they get way too old or something like that. Yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. I went to the Stranger Things panel at Emerald City Comic Con. It's the only one I went to see. You went to a panel? I did. Holy shit. I know. That's huge. (laughs) What was the sales floor doing while you were gone? Sleeping, I think. Oh, okay. Great. (laughs) Masturbating furiously. But the, um, the kids are like super old now. Uh, they're all very tall. Yes. I mean, I get that, like, it's probably... <laughs> they're all tall and they all got boobs over the summer. That's true. I mean, they probably filmed it like a year and a half ago, two years ago, so I'm sure they're much smaller than them. But, like, they all had crazy growth spurts. And evidently, I think they said there's a musical episode in season three and they all, like, went silent. Like, they weren't supposed to say anything. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> all of them are musicians. Wait. 
somebody said that there was a musical episode, like somebody on the panel or someone? Yes. The kid who plays Lucas. Oh, okay. Someone, someone asked something like, hey, you know, you all are musicians and, you know, shows like Buffy, other, other shows that are similar to Stranger Things from the past have all had like Supergirl, you know, they've all had, um, you know, musical episodes. Are you guys going to have one? And they all got super quiet. And then the kid who plays Lucas said something like, well, you know, we can't really say anything. Um, but you know, I can tell you that there is, and he, he looked or he looked over and he was like, oh, there's that one scene that we have in season three. And they were like, uh, one of the kids said, said, dude, the duffers are going to kill you. I think this is a fake out. I could be, I, it didn't feel like it. I could, I mean, listen, maybe there's an interesting musical scene. I could see them organically doing something. Yeah. I don't know what, but I could see them for a scene. I don't think that I couldn't see this being all of those shows that that person was talking about as far as having a musical um, episode. They're all episodic. Right. They're all, I mean, all shows are episodic, but they're all episodic plots. Right. So it's always like a Buffy, The Flash, Supergirl, even Scrubs. They all did a musical episode. Well, they're also not like horror shows. Right. But they also don't lead like one... You could watch any of those out of order and not need to know what happened before or after any of those other episodes. There's a running plot line throughout all 24 episodes of the season of Supergirl that they have the musical number. But you don't need to necessarily watch it. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can jump in it to episode eight of season three of Supergirl and watch that and pick up enough. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. cannot jump into s- episode three, season three of Stranger Things and know what the fuck is going on. Sure. I don't know that that's inherently the reason, but I, I agree that that's the case. I just think, like, can you imagine The Shining doing a musical? Like, it just doesn't work. I, sorry, that was kind of my, it was a half thought. It wouldn't organically work that for two and a half seasons, nothing like that ever happens. And then all of a sudden, for one episode, the town comes under a spell where everyone's singing and then it goes back again. It just doesn't, it doesn't flow. Yeah. The the show is very dependent on as unnatural as the show is. It's very dependent on the natural reactions to the events that are occurring. Yeah. Everything has to happen as a, as a reaction to everything else, to, to the thing that just happened before. I will say this about the trailer and what you talked about, the kids having a growth spurt and everybody having tits now <laughs> is that, <laughs> first of all they strap finn wolfhard's boobs down real well like you can't even tell he's got them i like that you said everyone's got tits now (laughs) everyone's everybody's got tits now (laughs) david harbour's got tits now uh winona ryder was the big surprise right who knew so uh, what's really kind of cool about that is you can tell that they're playing they're not trying to play away from it they're trying to play into it and they're trying to incorporate the fact that like yeah we casted actual kids and now they're gonna grow up and so the characters also must grow up yeah it's very similar to the harry potter series yes it grows with the audience yes it's gonna grow with the audience so that's at least good and i that i think that's one of the reasons i'm still on board for this yeah the only thing the only thing that makes me worried about this season is that at a certain point i'm gonna go enough with this fucking upside like the same four kids every damn year that's the only thing that's gonna test it it's always on a fucking holiday it's always on a fucking like they're gonna ruin every holiday for these kids yeah 
eventually they're going to do so many seasons, they can't do any more seasons because the kids are just going to be <laughs> psychotic at this point. Because every holi- there's a holiday every month. Yeah. And they've done an adventure for like 4th of July and Valentine's Day and Labor Day and Flag Day <laughs> and Guy Fox Day yeah. and Boxer Day. Black Friday. Black Friday. Oh, uh, the Black Friday season. <laughs> I can't wait. That actually, I, I'm not even kidding, actually. That'd be a great great season <laughs> it's all just i actually the one the fourth of july one where they're in a mall that should have been a black friday season just trap them in a mall for eight episodes there's not even any supernatural stuff it's just about an angry mob that murders people for a walkman it's just an angry mom and they're all just trying to escape they're not trying to escape they're trying to buy the hottest new laser disc hottest new laser disc. <laughs> that hot new eight track guys we gotta get the sega saturn <laughs> Yeah, it's on sale. It's only $4 million now. By the way, if anyone out there had a Sega Saturn, can you please hit us up? Because I've never... I wanted one so badly and never knew anyone who had one. I didn't want one. I got a Genesis. I had a friend who had a Saturn. Really? Yeah. Did you ever play it? No. How was it? Oh, you never... Awful. Really? <laughs> I mean, we, we never played... Yeah, he was like, I hate this thing. It's oh, terrible. that's too bad legendarily it had like the worst video games available ever like it's street fighter the movie the game (laughs) no street fighter the game the movie the game the movie the game right it's mostly quick time cutscenes. like a lot of the video games have real filmed footage of human people in them it's really weird (laughs) sorry i'm laughing at your phrase filmed footage of human people in them (laughs) Like, like the cutscenes. Well, it's not like CGI. <laughs> the cutscenes, it's supposed to be humans, so they just use stock footage of dogs or something. <laughs> like in Golden Retrievers for every character. <laughs> also, I don't think the Sega Saturn was in the 80s. No, it was in the 90s. It was in like the mid 90s. What was in the 80s? What would have been a failed video game? guys we gotta get our copy of et the video game i was literally going to say that nailed it yeah nailed it that's it that's the one have you watched that documentary uh, do you know what i'm talking about did i i think i did yeah because it's about how it ruined atari and they oh and they buried them all in the landfill right yes i have seen that one yeah and everyone thought it was a myth and then the guy went out to prove the myth was wrong and he yes. fucking found him yes Yes, I have seen that documentary. Chris. Yes. Have you ever tried to come up with a video game title by mixing two random items together like cup uh, head? No, but it sounds like the way that I make sandwiches. So I'm intrigued. Go. Okay. Well, Cuphead is coming to the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) What is Cuphead? Cuphead is an interesting video game. I've never actually played it, but it, it took the world by storm a few years back. I think just one year ago, but it was in the works forever. It was in development like a million years ago, and it was officially announced in 2014, but they brought it to E3 every year, the gaming convention, and people played it every single year, and then it didn't come out until 2018. (laughs) Uh, So there's like four years of people being like, when the fuck are you releasing this game? It's right up the alley of the Nintendo Switch. It's very colorful. It's very simple. Uh, it's It looks a lot like it could have been released on like a Super Nintendo, but people love it. Cuphead has exclusively been on PC and Xbox One since its initial release, but it's now coming to the Nintendo Switch. The beautiful art is reminiscent of the 1930s, and the gameplay has been heralded since its launch. Cuphead's venture onto the Nintendo Switch will happen on April 18th. Ooh. 
I'm actually intrigued by this. Have you seen like footage of what this game is? Yeah, I, I remember watching... Is it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I remember watching footage of G4's coverage of E3 back in 2014 and being like, this game looks incredible. And then uh, every year I'd check up on it and uh, it still wasn't out. Is Cuphead one word or two words? One word. Cuphead. No, wait, you just said one word, didn't you? I sure did. Well, I wasn't even listening in the slightest because I Yeah, just... listening skills, Chris. Listening skills. That's two words. Here we go. Five minutes of footage. I'm going to just watch this in silence. Don't cut a single second. You gonna buy it? I'll tell you what. I, honestly, I don't have a Nintendo Switch, but that's one of those games I'm like, well, maybe I should get a Nintendo Switch just for that. Yeah. Yeah, you should. You know what you should do? You should get a Nintendo Switch and get Breath of the Wild because then you'll never talk to your family again. I don't talk to those idiots anyway. That's what my dad did. <laughs> <laughs> He got a Nintendo Switch? Yep, in 1987. That's amazing. And he put on his copy of E.T. the video game, and he never <laughs> talked to his family again. And then he fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's buried in a desert with a thousand copies of it. He's like, he's like, they were like, sir, uh, we're going to need that copy of E.T. the video game. We're going to bury it in the desert. And he's like, you can bury me with it then. <laughs> You just buried me with it. <laughs> the thing I like about that is that, like, Joe Schmo, the construction worker, was just like, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, Joe, did you bury a human being alive? It's like, what? He told me to. You can't just listen to everybody who says bury them alive. Wait, Joe, how many people have said bury them alive? <laughs> This week? Oh, Joe. Oh, we gotta let you go, buddy. You're a liability. Here's the thing, Joe. We've gotta cover this up. No one can ever know that these games are buried here. <laughs> the other thing I like about that idea is that someone dug up all the copies of the games and there were a ton of dead bodies down there and they were just like, oh my god, look at all these games. <laughs> can you imagine just the scenario of like, they? <laughs> this is what I, I think happened. There was like... They they were digging out the giant hole, and then they push all the video games in with, like, a giant bulldozer, and then they push the giant amount of dirt over all the video games, and they flatten it out with that steamroller, and then there are, like, just this, this little, there's, like, one other little hole left, and they go to the construction workers, and they just open up a, a steel briefcase, and inside the steel briefcase is just a two guns with a single bullet each and the construction <laughs> workers just look at each other and they know what they have to do and then they just take the guns out and they just blow each blow their own brains out they like have to kill themselves to so that every person that was involved with it could possibly it, it could it's just a but then who buries them in there the guys that gave them the guns but then those guys also have cyanide capsules <laughs> that they have to take and they're and then they die and they fall on top of the dirt mound right but then the vultures just pick their bodies oh good good okay yeah yeah it's a foolproof plan <laughs> oh my god how do we not talk about the biggest story so far james gunn is back at guardians of the galaxy yeah he sure is how did we not talk about that so James Gunn somehow pulled probably one of the best moves ever, was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3, goes over to DC, signs on to write and direct The Suicide Squad, 
is then hired back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And in doing so goes, okay, I'll do it, but I still have to do the Suicide Squad. So he's doing both movies. Yeah, it's going to be nice to get two Guardians of the Galaxy's movies, isn't it? It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. And you've got Idris Elba replacing Will Smith. Oh, is that official? As Deadshot. That is a... I believe that's official. Wow, that's great. Which I like. I mean, listen, I actually didn't mind Will Smith as Deadshot. I had nothing against him. But I am interested to see Idris Elba as this character. Yeah, I actually think he would have been a better... um... Who's the guy Manganella's playing? Oh, Deathstroke. Yeah. He would have been a really good Deathstroke. Yeah, I could actually see that being really good. I'm fine with Manganella. I mean, we've saw all 30 seconds of Manganella playing him, so what do we know? Well, and Idris Elba can play any role they hand to him, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I just love that that is a baller move. Getting fired off of something, getting one job, and then getting back onto the original job and going, fine, but I still got to work for your competitors as well. Yeah. That's stellar i don't know how he orchestrated that but that is brilliant is he the first one to work both universes he's gonna be the first no joss whedon would be the first one sure right 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 but joss whedon was like a break glass in case of emergency type situation uh yes whedon was also supposed to do batgirl at one point so he was kind of the first one however to kind of officially sign on even if it was for Batgirl, it's officially like, I did a Marvel movie and now I'm officially signed on to do a DC movie. Right, from the beginning. If he does go through with it, like, this is all sort of presumptuous, but if he does do both of those films, or at least Suicide Squad, he'll be the first one to be like... Like, two full films of his own? Because he was the first one signed on, right? Like, he didn't replace anyone on that, right? No. And he he's also going to be the first one to do it and, and actually be employed by both studios right like joss whedon did avengers and then was taken off of marvel right and then put on to dc whereas james gunn is technically working two jobs at the same time (laughs) yeah working two jobs at the same time the millennial dream (laughs) exactly i think this is great i think this is fantastic there's no downside to this i think we're finally gonna get a really good suicide squad movie which is richly deserved yeah i think we're gonna get guardians of the galaxy 3 which is richly deserved but do you think that suicide squad 2 will win more oscars than the first one i mean that's a hard record to beat (laughs) for superhero movies it is that's gonna be a tough one to beat i don't think so you know sequels when it comes to that stuff the luster is kind of worn off yeah and so once you've seen that killer croc makeup you know you kind of you kind of it becomes the norm after that. I mean, we all saw the Killer Croc makeup and we were like, damn, mind blown. That wasn't makeup though, right? I think it was CGI. Wasn't it makeup? I'm pretty sure it was makeup. I think all of Killer Croc was CGI. Oh, I thought you were saying the Oscar wasn't for makeup. I was like, the Oscar was for makeup. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure Killer Croc was all CGI, wasn't he? No, I think it was I think it was prosthetics. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Listen, we also were very impressed with the mud people, okay? Or the eyeball people. I don't know what they were. <laughs> it's never really explained now that I think about it. They're just things to shoot. They're enchantress people. Who gives a shit? The movie sucked. Anyway, the point is, James Gunn's going to make two great movies and they're for two different studios and it's the first time that Marvel really fuck themselves over because now not only did they 
have to do this whole runaround and delay Guardians of the Galaxy 3 just to make the exact same movie that they were going to make. But now they also have to deal with the fact that that same guy is going to make a great movie for their competitors and have to somehow run around that as well. So it'll even out. At least they'll be back in the black. Who, DC? Back in the red? I get them mixed up. Back in the black. Back in black. At least they're not going to lose money because they'll have a good movie. (laughs) Oh, yes. No, absolutely. I mean, listen, whoever was going to do Guardians of the Galaxy 3, probably it was not going to lose money. Yikes. I find that hard to believe. I I mean, they were always going to use the script that James Gunn had, had written. I mean, they were until the cast quit. No, the cast was still on board. I mean, Dave Bautista was really trying to get fired real hard on that one, but he was, I mean, it was really, I've never seen, I've seen people drink at work (laughs) trying to get fired, and that guy was trying to get fired harder than those people. That was really impressive. No, he said he wasn't going to do the movie unless James Gunn directed it. Yeah, yeah. They were going to sue the shit out of him. Which, what does he care? He could do Well, I imagine they probably wouldn't have sued him because there's probably, he probably has an escape clause in his contract. It just requires him to pay like $5 million, which he probably has. No, but that's what I'm, yeah, yeah. They would have, they would have threatened suing. Um, But everybody else was saying that they were still on board. They were like, we'll still do this because we kind of have to do it. But yeah, but they were also having problems like finding a director to do it. You know, they were having problems. Well, that's the other thing. I and I think this is one of the reasons that they brought James Gunn back in is nobody wanted this job. This job was tainted. Like Taika Waititi was like, I'm not doing this. Adam McKay was like, I don't really want to do it. I could do it, but I don't really want to. Well, the other thing is that the only reason to fire him was because they were worried about backlash from the customers. But the customers didn't give a shit. (laughs) Right. Customers were more pissed that they fired him than they were about anything else. Yes. That they fed into this, like, alt-right troll who was trying to make James Gunn look bad. Right. I mean, we don't have to rehash this, but again, you know, it doesn't make... It's hard to make him look bad when he himself had already come out and admitted that he looked bad. You know what I mean? Like, you're already going, yeah, these, these tweets were terrible. Yeah. And not funny. Again... I've said this before. The only thing that offended me about his jokes is they weren't funny jokes. Like, just make better jokes. Yeah. It's like that Seinfeld bit where he's like, I think my my dentist became a Jewish person so that he could make jokes about Judaism. And they're like, does that offend you as a Jewish person? He goes, no, it offends me as a comedian. Exactly. (laughs) That's the only thing. Like, I read the comments and it was like, there's nothing creative about this at all. You're just stating things. For such a creative person, too. (laughs) The person he is today, he could probably come out with the same jokes, but give them like a good polish. And we'd probably think they're pretty funny. You know, like it's right. Well, I mean, like they were posted like 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I'm sure I said some very questionable, problematic stuff. There's definitely some pictures floating around of me out there that I do not want to surface. (laughs) Chris. Yes. Have you ever felt like. Did I emphasize that a little too hard? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should have probably like flown that one under the radar because now people are going to go really digging for those things. (laughs) Chris, have you ever felt like the Marvel comic book universe is a little confusing? Like it might be hard to jump in without having a recap of what's going on? Yes. Great. Well, so does Marvel, which is why they're going to release a comic book history of the entire Marvel universe in a six issue comic book run. Telling you what, I'm going to get that. I'm really going to get that. Actually, how are they going to put the entire history of Marvel in a six issue comic book? You know, every once in a while, DC has done this, too. So it's not it's not undoable. The thing that they will usually do is 
they usually do it after a big event. So DC, I remember there is a graphic novel called The History of the DC Universe, but it it was after Crisis on Infinite Earth. So it was after they took the multiverse and combined it into one universe and basically stated what the timeline of the DC universe is now that we've combined them all into one universe, like into one reality. Where does the Justice Society fall uh, as opposed to where Superman is now that those two entities exist in the same timeline, that type of thing. So it's not completely undoable. This is going to be interesting. You're right. It's it's interesting to see because Marvel, and maybe this is because I'm not as versed in Marvel as you are. Marvel always seemed to have a much more convoluted and complicated storyline to it. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. In fact, that's the reason we got Civil War because there were so many people, so many good guys that it just made sense to divide them in two and pit them against each other. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, a six issue, are they normal sized issues i think so yeah that's not a lot of pages to sum up that's what i'm saying 80 years of comics the series is set to be released later this year so it might be because endgame they're expecting maybe this movie's going to be so good that people are going to want to get into the comics uh mark wade is set to write the series with alvaro lopez and javier rodriguez illustrating it it says later this year yeah is there is Marvel does Marvel have some sort of event in their comic universe that's going that's going to be going on? Not that I'm aware of. Nothing crazy. Like a crossover event? Cuz that's usually when it, when something would happen. It wouldn't surprise me though. You're right. Endgame comes out though later this year. Yeah. You'd think they'd time it with the release of Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> kind of on that You'd think it'd already be out by now. Yeah. Kind of on that same note. They just released a Spider-Man Far From Home prequel comic okay. this week. However, Far From Home comes out in July. Right. And I don't know what happened to Spider-Man yet. Well, I was going to ask, is it just eight blank pages? I get, I don't know. I was <laughs> curious to read it, because. but then part of me was like, am I going to figure something out I'm not supposed to figure out yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah. Probably not. They're usually pretty good about They're that. I would pretty... like it, though, if it was just a full issue of just nothing happening and it's just zoomed in on a pile of dust. That'd be amazing. And it just blows away. Yeah. It just blows <laughs> away over eight pages. That'd be incredible. Chris. Yes. Have you ever experienced a three hour long orgasm? Because holy shit, Avengers Endgame is over three hours long. I know! It's three hours and two minutes. <laughs> it's official, it's been confirmed by Fandango's Twitter account, and this raises a few questions. One, is it a good idea? Two, will there be an intermission? Three, will Kevin Feige be selling kidney insurance at the entrance to the movie theater? Four, how long can I go without consuming any liquid without dying? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, first of all, no, there won't be an intermission. Don't consume any liquids. All right. If I learned anything from Infinity War, just don't even bother. Yeah. The whole day. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't. Also, when I saw Captain Marvel, I hadn't had any water for three hours and I went in and halfway through I had to pee. You know why? Because you're old now. Happy birthday, dickhead. There's going to reach a point where the demographic of these films are all in their 80s and the run times are going to drop to 45 minutes each. Yeah, that's true. Because all their audience is going to be literally dying. Yeah. I'm saying not because they're in there, dying in the theaters. Yes. Because their movies are so long. Yeah. We're going to start Endgame in April when it comes out, and we won't get out until we're 95. We're going to end Endgame, and the next Avengers movie is going to be released. That's the problem, <laughs> is eventually the run times for these movies are going to be so long that by the time it ends, you're going to have to go right back into another movie theater to see the next movie. Yeah. It's just going to be craziness. Also, yes. here's the problem with a three hour and two runtime for 
a Marvel movie is that we all know that we have to sit through all three hours and two minutes of it. Yep. Because there are post credit scenes at the end. Yep. And there's such sons of bitches for this. Normally you'd be like, what if there aren't any? <laughs> oh, oh man. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the pandemonium? If after three hours, by the way, the end credits themselves are 30 minutes. Yeah. Can you imagine? Are you kidding? 30 minutes just for the special effects team. If, right. It, if just at the end of it, it just went. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine if we got to the it end? It says the Avengers will return. And it just said the Avengers will not be returning. And it just, that's the end. What if they just end everything? That'd be incredible if this was just, we waited until the end of the credits and nothing happened. What if, here's what I want, and so we watch all of the Avengers, the the Avenger movie, we watch all the credits, and then it gets done, and at the end, we watch, and all of a sudden, the po- the last post-credit scene, is it's just them with a camera on the audience, just filming us, watching ourselves, <laughs> and it's just, and nobody knows whether they can get up or not, because they're like, well, <laughs> but I know that this is just a live video of me, but at the same time, right. what if something happens as soon as I get up? I can't leave, because it's a Marvel it's a Marvel post credit scene, so something's going to happen. And we all just sit there for literally hours, like just days of just people watching themselves on a giant movie screen waiting for something to happen and nothing happens. We're just paralyzed. Being incredible. Yeah, it turns out the MCU all along has been a Banksy. <laughs> That'd be... Oh, I'd be, I would love it. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> so this is going to be Stanley's final cameo as well uh, that they have filmed so far. Final live cameo. Right. Here's my question about this, though. Is this runtime a good idea? I think that for this one movie, it's fine. Now, now wait, let me clarify okay. before you answer. Okay. I don't mean, will we enjoy it? I mean, if they made this movie an hour and a half, right. they would get twice as many tickets in the opening weekend. Yes. So is this a good idea financially for them? Yeah, I think it's fine for them i mean listen uh the the news story just came out that china is already like setting this up to break a box office record yeah 800 million plus worldwide opening in sight question mark i think that's what they're estimating wow it's hard to say though without the ticket sales here's the other thing what the fuck are they doing waiting so long to release tickets have they not released tickets yet no i would have texted you oh you would have texted me you can't buy them yet People are thinking they're going to go on sale April 2nd, which is probably going to be... In fact, I know it's going to be before this goes up, uh, so you guys will know, but we don't know yet. I hope... Oh, I really hope they pretend to do it on April 1st and they pull the most horrible April Fool's Day ever. (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing if they're like, Avenger Infinity War... Our Avenger Endgame tickets are on sale now, and everyone goes in, and they click all the way through Vandeco, and they put in their little credit card number, and they choose how many tickets they want, and they choose their little seat, and they choose their little time and everything, and then it gets to the end, and they're like, April Fool's, see you tomorrow, and then then you sit through three hours, and then you get a, a... post-credit scene of just you and an audience (laughs) so a week ago tom holland posted on twitter all he said was (laughs) we all die at the end i think all he said was this monday and people were like oh my god endgame tickets are going on sale this monday and then it turned out he was just talking about some spider-man far from home posters that were released 
Right. Why would... No, this is the fans' fault. Because why in the hell would Tom Holland need to... Are you kidding? Because Tom Holland ruined everything about no, Infinity no, no. War. Tom right. Holland knows everything about these movies. Right, however... And he's the best chance at letting shit slip. Yes, but why... But yes, he's he's good on the plot stuff and everything. But Tom Holland doesn't need to know when Endgame tickets are going to go on sale. I'm pretty sure Tom Holland has Endgame tickets to see the movie. He doesn't need to know. Like, he's not like, hey guys, um, excuse me, when do the tickets go on sale? I'd like to buy four. Like, he has them. He's going to the movie. He's gonna. He could go into any of the movies. You know he's gonna want to see it more than once, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he could get it arranged to come to his house. It's also possible, like, remember when they pretended like he wasn't supposed to show the poster, and then he showed the poster for Infinity War? Like, it could have been one of those, that they were like, hey, hey, Tom, you know what would be fun? Pretend like you accidentally said the tickets are gonna go on sale. Sure, but I think then he would have been less cryptic. I think they would have kind of given him what exactly to say that would have made people know it was going to be the tickets are going to be on sale this Monday. I guess. <laughs> Zack Snyder, who has not been in the news lately, he finally confirmed the Snyder cut of Justice League exists and it's up to Warner Brothers if it's going to be finished and released. Fun fact, Snyder cut is also the name of the business that performed my bris. <laughs> You had to do that story because you wrote that joke, didn't you? <laughs> no, actually. I, I picked this story well before. In fact, this is the one I, it took me the longest to write a joke for. I'm a little surprised by this, actually. Because he didn't finish shooting the movie. Well, I guess this is kind of like... Snyder says he finished shooting the movie. It just was never completed. It was never produced and edited and, you know, put into a film. And then when they showed Joss Whedon what they had, he said, I've got to do a lot more reshoots. Okay. Here's the question I have for you. Is the Snyder Cut better or worse than what we got? Whedon did Avengers and Firefly, but Whedon also did Age of Ultron. Snyder did the DC movies, but he also did 300 and Watchmen. Which do you think would be better? I honestly think the Snyder Cut will be better. Or would be better. Really? I do. Because it's one person's vision? Because it's one person's vision. And it's clear that Whedon's humor and what Whedon tried to, to sprinkle into the Justice League movie does not fit tonally with what was originally set out to do. Which was kind of like, and I, I mentioned this before when we talked about Justice League, I started to see things in it that I liked, and that is the kind of over-the-topness. Like, don't try and be Marvel. Don't try and be in the real world. Be over-the-top. Have, like, this really spectacular right design of the whole world and what it looks like, and go with that. And Snyder has been kind of edging towards that in every movie. And so let's tip over to that side of the scale and see what Snyder was what's going to do with it. Yeah. I mean, listen, they might release this and I could be totally wrong, but I'm I would venture that that would be better. The other thing to say about this is that unless the plot changes completely due to the Snyderverse or due to the Snyderverse, due to the Snyder cut, it doesn't improve the the movie that much. I I know I just contradict myself, but unless the the reshoots actually really rearranged what the plot was of that movie that still had some problems uh you know supposedly joss whedon did rewrite the script okay so 
I be- but he didn't rewrite it that much. Right. But, th- but then this is where I'm also kind of confused because if Snyder had shot the entire, his entire movie and it just hadn't been put together, they could have done that without bringing in someone like Joss Whedon. Right. I, I think there were a few problems. One was that they didn't have the director to direct how to finish the product. So like the editing and stuff like that. Uh, and I think another problem was that he had a bad track record. So the the big wigs at Warner Brothers probably didn't want to trust him with it anyway. And they figured while he was out, they could have gotten another eye to look everything over first. Yeah, I'm curious if this were to actually come out. I would definitely be interested to see it. Would I buy it? No. But if it was on something, I'll even say this. If it was a theatrical run, I might go see it. Yeah. I don't want to like... Yeah. I'm curious enough to go see it. I don't want to have to spend it and then have it sitting in my house for the rest of the time and taking up space. But I would pay money to go, to see it. But if you could rent it digitally, like you could rent it on iTunes. Yeah, I'd rent it digitally. If it was on a streaming service, I'd watch it. Right. Again, if it was out theatrically, I'd pro- I could see myself going to see it. Well, the good news is that we'll never, ever see it. <laughs> well, thank God for that, then. <laughs> So it's been a little while since we've had honest-to-God geeky science news, all right? Okay. So I have a story for you. This is... Oh, boy. This is kind of amazing. All right. This is actually from the New York Times. Ready? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to just read this headline, and we'll just go from there. Ready? If we blow up an asteroid, it might put itself back together. That makes sense. That doesn't blow your mind at all? No. Well, first of all, an asteroid is not a solid object. It's like a million pieces of gravel. Right. So it's very loose and very light. And if it splits, the gravity of itself would pull itself together. Right. So scientists actually did like a little experiment with this. So it's a, using computer models, scientists simulated a 4,000 foot asteroid, smashing it into a 15.5 mile asteroid at 11,200 miles per hour. Immediately after colliding, the large asteroid cracked considerably with debris flowing outward like a cascade of ping pong balls despite some deep fractures the heart of the asteroid was not uh comprehensively damaged this is the interesting part as time went on the gravitational pull of the asteroid's resilient core was able to pull back the ejected shards it seemed that the asteroids don't just absorb mind-boggling amounts of damage but as previous work has hinted they are also able to rebuild themselves so which means Movies like Armageddon and Deep Impact are so full of shit. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Bruce Willis died for nothing. No, to be fair, the idea is that it splits off long enough that the two halves go around the Earth. They could meet back up on the other side. No, I don't think that. No, no, because I think that their gravitational pull would pull them together in time to just crush the Earth in a horrible sandwich. <laughs> well, it depends on the size of the asteroid. It depends on how fast it's moving. It depends on how big the object is. Also, didn't you said in the article they shot something to it? Is that what happened? Basically, they were saying, okay, if a giant asteroid is coming towards Earth, can we shoot something at it to crack it enough to blow it into smaller shards? Because I think that the prevailing theory is that if an asteroid is going to hit the Earth... What you want to do is you want to just crack it so that it goes off into it like a bunch of little pieces so that when it hurts, it hits the Earth's atmosphere, it, it burns out because yeah, the yeah. smaller shards will burn out. Yeah. But what they're saying is after doing an experiment with this, 
that's not the that's not what will happen. It will right, right, right. No, that's what I'm saying though is that they hit it. With, the idea is that you hit it with something, right? Yes. So you hit it. in in Armageddon, they have to drill to the center and put a nuke in it. So it's a different thing. Listen, <laughs> but there's still a gravitational pull, and it would just crush us like a thing that gets crushed between two other things. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm man. Asteroids are cool. In that's, fact, it's the same reason why, like, when you get in a car and you you drive forward, your body doesn't stay in the same place. It just like it's actually not the same reason. No, it's but, the same uh, reason. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> this is science. Who has the science article? Me or you? I think I know what I'm talking about. Okay. The reason for that is Einstein's theory of relativity. Actually, Einstein came up with the reasoning behind both of these things, but they are different. Whereas uh, the gravitational pull is based on pushing space-time out of the way. You know what? I'm going to push your space-time out of the way. Why don't you do you know f- about that? This is actually really cool that like it's it has less to don't do with... Don't try and one-up me with science news. All right, I brought the asteroid thing in. <laughs> it has less to do with there being a physical pull pulling on us and more to do with the fact that it's like... It's like if you put a bowling ball in the center of a trampoline and then rolled it, like, sat a marble on the end of the trampoline and it would just go towards it. It's because it's pressing against the fabric of the trampoline the same way the Earth is pushing against the fabric of space-time. So what you're saying is the Earth is flat? So what I'm saying is that nothing matters and we should all just die. Yay! By the way, can I just say something to all the good people who... We're like, Elon Musk should step down because he smoked weed on a podcast or whatever the fuck he was smoking weed on. (laughs) Can I just say, the man put his own car into space. You were already (laughs) warned about this. You know, if you didn't, if there wasn't a heads up already because he put his own car in space, then you deserve what you get. All right? Because he smoked a joint you want him to step down? He shot a Tesla into orbit, and you didn't think this guy was a pothead? You fucking idiot. Also, he smoked a joint where it was legal. Like, it wasn't like he smoked a joint in Alabama. He smoked it in, I think, in LA, someplace where it's completely legal. No, they were just worried about, like, he smokes weed, so he is making billion-dollar decisions while high. Yeah, my point is, is it's no different than doing a shot, you know? Like, if he had done a shot on air of whiskey, no one would have been like, hey, how's he fit to run a company? You know, he just wouldn't go to work after. (laughs) What I'm saying is he shot a car into space. So we should have really questioned if he's fit to run a company when he shoots cars into space. Hey, man, it seems to be working for him. It's working just fine. So I don't Also, did you hear about the new rover that landed on Mars? Yes, I did. It's got a fucking drone and they had to figure out how to fly it on Earth, even though the atmosphere and gravity is completely different. They had to figure out, they had to recreate what it would be like on Mars and then test it in that situation. What, did they build like a giant biodome? How did they do that? Well, a lot of the ways that you can change the gravity is by going up in a plane and then dropping the plane. Yeah. So like that's how they get astronauts ready. Yes. Yeah. So you can test it on that. You also, though, have to change the chemical compound. So there is a way that like... Oh, sorry. Mars's gravity is lighter than ours, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, I sorry. In, uh, for a second, I was like... But Mars's gravity is heavier than us. It's not. It's not <laughs> nope. heavier than ours. No, nope, it's lighter. And the the thing that makes it really I'm hard like though is killing that... it with science today. Like, <laughs> the thing that makes it really hard though baller. is that there's no oxygen, so the air is a lot thinner. So it's harder to tell you know what's going to happen and give it enough push without it just flying off into outer space or just crashing into the ground. Yeah, but if it flew off into outer space, then we'd have a drone in space, so we could just tape that the whole time. 
You're not wrong. Damn straight. But evidently, the whole point of this thing was to put a drill. It, it's got like a hundred foot long hose drill that it's drilling into the ground so we can see what the layers of the, the crust of Mars are made out of and what they're how big they are and stuff. So it got about three feet down and then just hit something really hard and stopped. <laughs> mm. Is it probably... Wait, three feet? Yeah, and they can't bring it back up. But there's... It can't be... That's not the depth of that crust there's no way that's correct it's just it just must have hit like a hard rock rock. that it wasn't expecting yeah (laughs) you finally get it out it's like a human skull they're like oh my god oh jesus (laughs) how did this get here oh god get it out elon musk get out of here (laughs) they pull it out it's just an old tesla (laughs) just prepared (laughs) And he's like, he's like, oh shit, that thing flew out of there. Wow, where that's where that landed. It just says spray painted on the side. Elon was here. <laughs> he's like, what if it was? Yeah, it was just a bunch of old cars, and if we come to find out, Elon Musk has just been firing random cars into space for years. <laughs> just, it's just the Tesla's the first one that worked. It's just like a VW bug on Mars. There's. <laughs> I think they dig it up, and they're like. Oh my god, it was 300 copies of E.T. <laughs> that's it. That's the end. That's There's no going past this. That's it. That's it. We're done. We did a thing. We're done. It's over. Oh my gosh, this is you're going to have to cut so much of this. Holy shit, I know, shit, this it's long so long. This might All just right. be a really long episode for the fans. All right, we got to get out of here. All right, that's it. We're done. We're done. I'm ending it right now. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What is it? Where can they find us? They can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play Music, and on SoundCloud. And our address there is soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at media lunch break. You can also look for us on Facebook, on youtube.com slash the media lunch break. You can find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Give us money, please. Please, for the love of God. You can also email us at the media lunch break at gmail.com or go to our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. And Chris, yes, we have a very special announcement to make. Oh boy. I was not satisfied with the appeasement that I had given my obsessive compulsions. So uh, we're at 11 social media accounts now. Oh boy. Well, now we got to go for 15. Yeah, at least. Maybe 20. Absolutely. Damn skippity. But we got a brand new Instagram. And our handle there is the media lunch break separated by underscores. So the underscore media underscore lunch underscore break. Wait, is that brings the Instagram brings us, brings us past 211? Yep. Got it. Excellent. I didn't want to do it, but Melinda made me. <laughs> And now she's running it. So the content on Instagram is going to be different than the content on Facebook, which is run by Chris, and the content on Twitter, which is run by me. So it'll all be different stuff if you go to all of them. Excellent. Which is why you should go to all of them all of the time. Yep. And especially Patreon. And don't forget to wish Andrew a happy birthday. Uh, You know what? It's been long enough. If you did it when I told you to do it earlier in this episode to wish Andrew a happy birthday, go right now again and wish him a happy birthday wish him a happy birthday on our twitter on our facebook and our instagram go right now but especially our patreon but especially our patreon you know what you can do you can write it on the back of a ten dollar bill and then give that to me every month write it on the back of a ten dollar bill and then what you do is you fold that ten dollar bill up into a little paper airplane and you open your window and you throw it out onto the wind and it finds its way all the way to us 
Yeah, that's how Patreon works. That's how Patreon works. Yep. It's in their terms of service. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it. We did a thing, and now we're going to go right now because this is the longest episode in the human it's history of so man. so bad. Yeah, the next one has to be much shorter. <laughs> much, much shorter. Okay, all right, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, bye, 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 bye. It's the weirdest ending ever. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Um, let me actually give me a second. I'll pull it up right now. Something China, 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 China. Talking about Avengers and the China. China, 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 China. China, where is it? China's gonna pay for it. China, where the fuck is this fucking? Was it on this website? Maybe. Oh wait, yeah, here it is. Okay. Um, China, China.